Welcome to Living Water Radio. Are you boring? Is Christianity boring? How do we communicate the Christian worldview to a world that seeks escape, if not answers, by making feeling good about myself its primary value, with spectacles, entertainment, toys, and the material pleasures of the senses, its primary goals? Today we find out. My name is Pastor David Burkadal. My wife, Reverend Sally Welch, is co-producing this podcast. Sally is a United Church of Christ slash Christian Church Disciples of Christ ordained minister, focusing on ecumenical and interfaith ministry. I served Lutheran Christian congregations in Compton, California, and in San Dimas, California, for over 40 years. Today, maintaining our yard is my gym, and I'm active as a volunteer in the leadership of the more than 100 Evangelical Lutheran Church in America congregations in our area. Between the two of us, we have over 80 years of ordained ministry experience. Check out our first Living Water Radio podcast, number zero, Welcome and Introduction, for more information about us and this podcast. I saw a meme the other day which showed a picture of a sign welcoming people to dull Scotland. Below the name, the sign said that it had been paired and twined, like a sister city, I guess, with Boring Oregon, USA, since 2012. The meme noted that the city of Bland, Australia, joined the two in 2013, making, quote, what has become known as the Trinity of Tedium, unquote. Most cities don't want to be known as dull, boring, or tedious. It's hard to imagine any Chamber of Commerce brochure for any town extolling those qualities. But if you've got three lemons, that's a clever way to make lemonade. Another way to do it might be with experience and perspective. I heard a character on a TV show, I think, who had moved from a big city to a small town say, when I hear someone call this town boring, the word I think of is safe. Nicky Gumbel, an English-Anglican clergy person, developed the Alpha Ministry. We used Alpha in the church I served in San Dimas, and we benefited from it. It's a course that lasts about 12 sessions. Each session includes a potluck meal and addresses basic questions about Christianity. It's being used in a variety of churches all over the world, including in prisons. One of the questions in the series is, Christianity, boring, untrue, and irrelevant? He structures the answer to those three principal objections to Christianity around this statement of Jesus in John 14, 6. Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. When I came back to my hometown in Manitowoc, Wisconsin, after my first year of college, I realized that there wasn't much for college-aged youth to do other than to work in our summer jobs. Manitowoc is the largest town in Manitowoc County with around 32,000 people. It was the same size then. It had three movie theaters and several beer bars, and that was about it for college-age youth. So I went to the director of the YMCA and asked if there was a space where I and some friends could open a coffee house. He asked around and offered that there was a guy in his board of directors who owned a storefront building that had once been a drugstore across from the Y who would let us use it free of charge for the summer. We swept it out and found $1.65 in the floorboards, and that was our starting budget. We formed a board of about 15 mostly college kids from near and far. 
We got cable spools from the power company to use as tables. We painted the interior in a way that college kids in the late 60s liked. People donated chairs, cups, and an old Miro Aluminum, a local company coffee-making urn. We were in business, evenings and weekends. We operated the coffee house entirely with volunteers. Local bands played on the weekends, and if we paid them, it wasn't much. When there were no bands, we played albums on a cobbled-together sound system of donated or loaned parts. I think we had Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club band on continuous replay. When the summer ended, we had over $700 in the bank and turned it over to local students, and the coffee house was moved to an old opera house. There were many challenges to keeping it open. None of us made any money, but we served the community with a safe environment and gave bored college kids something to do. Plus, bad things can happen when people are bored. We didn't do any of it to make ourselves happy. Happiness is a byproduct anyway, not a goal in itself. Joy, however, is something else. Joy is something like an upgraded feeling of satisfaction. It has nothing to do with what is disappointing or hard or discouraging in life. There is no joy in just not being bored. Joy comes through service. It is something that we feel even when things are difficult, devastating, or when we are just sad. Christians don't produce boredom. They offer an alternative. God gives lives that are the opposite of boring. Jesus says in John 15, 11, I have said these things to you so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. He says this in the context of keeping his commandments as an expression of the love of God within us. Verse 10, and that love that leads Jesus to give his life for us, his friends, in verse 12. Love is not just a feeling. It is seen in sharing and in living the good news of God, seen in Jesus, most clearly on the cross. That is the basis for the Christian worldview. We live in an age in which the self has been exalted above all else. The world teaches that life is about convincing others to serve me. School should serve me. Work should serve me. Many have left the church because it didn't serve me. Worship should serve me. Worship that doesn't serve me is boring. So some, I think, have invented their personal religion, the spirituality of me, spiritual, but not religious. A colleague sat next to a person whose life had come to this point on an airplane and said, reflecting on the conversation, I am always interested by people who find ancient religion boring, but who find themselves endlessly fascinating. That used to seem funnier to me than it does now. Faith draws me out of my life. It gives me new life. It makes of me a new creation in a living relationship with the one true living God, gifted for service in relation to others in the church, the body of Christ. Faith is a gift from God. Maybe people think that we are boring because we do not need to find distractions from life. The Christian life may never be life that is valued by the world, but it is genuine. Life that truly is life is Jesus Christ. And that life is never boring. It is meaningful and purposeful and joy-filled. You might remember Derek Fisher from the Showtime era of the Lakers with Kobe and Shaq. 
He's now the coach of the L.A. Sparks. Derek Fisher was my favorite Laker. He wasn't flashy. He wasn't a superstar. His name wasn't synonymous with the franchise. He was just the guy you called in when you wanted to get the job done. In other words, he was the most Lutheran of all the Lakers. I once shared that observation in a sermon. A man who had been coming to worship with his wife but who wasn't a member of the congregation later attended our pre-membership classes and became a member. He became part of a stewardship effort and gave a stewardship talk during worship. He said, I used to come to worship regularly with my wife, but I wasn't a member. One Sunday, I heard the pastor talk about Derek Fisher, and I realized that I have been a Lutheran all my life and didn't know it. (laughs) Christians, not just Lutherans, don't need the approval of the world. We are called by God to fulfill our vocation, our calling from God, for which we have received every gift that we need, both individually and in the Christian community. The world may view Christians who don't share its values as boring, but Christians live a renewed life. Our relationship with God and with one another is all that matters. Service to the world extends from this. The Christian life is always new and filled with the gifts of God that fill our lives with things that the world cannot understand outside of God. Our selves are not perfect, and our lives are not perfect, but they are filled with God and the things of God, including a redeemed worldview in Jesus Christ. Paul writes to the church at Philippi in Philippians 4, beginning at the fourth verse, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to everyone. The Lord is near. Do not worry about anything, but in everything by prayers and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. The Boring Company is a tunneling and transportation company founded by Elon Musk. Boring happens when people dig a round hole through something, often dirt and or rock, often with some kind of drilling tool. It's what we do when we dig for a water well. Is the Christian life boring? Well, we do call people to seek water and then to receive its benefits as a gift of baptism. We become a new creation through lives of faith, in repentance and baptism. We are given new life. We begin our eternal life with a capital E and a capital L. Paul writes to the church at Rome in Romans 6, beginning at the third verse, Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Therefore we have been buried with him by baptism into death, so that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, so we too might walk in newness of life. For if we have been united with him in a death like his, we will certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. Are you ready to live life from the inside out, to commit yourself to a life that is defined by creed and not culture, to live as people in but not of this world, to be deeply concerned about the needs of this world and all the people in it, to live not for self but for others and their new life in God made flesh, fully God and fully human being in Jesus Christ. Then open your heart and receive the Holy Spirit to dig a hole and hit water, streams of water, streams of living water that will well up from within you. Live a life of joy, 
of resistance to the things of this world and of the uncommon life in the transformational life of faith and of peace and of joy in the work of God, now and forever. Today, let's remember to pray for all those who have yet to get the vaccine because they are most at risk to themselves and to others. And let's remember to pray the Lord's Prayer today, the one that Jesus taught us. If you don't know what that is, contact us at the Revs David and Sally at gmail.com or send us a tweet to at David Burkadal and we'll send it to you. Send your prayer requests to the same addresses and we'll include them next time. Send your comments there as well. As always, we encourage you to stay hydrated. Open your heart to receive the living water from the source, God's self, the living presence of the one true living God, the God who gave himself on the cross so that all who believe and are baptized might be restored to the living relationship with God for which we were created. Remember your church. Identify one if you don't already have one. Ask a friend about it or a family member. Google it. Contact the pastor. When you have a church, go to or tune in to the worship services they have available and support your church financially so that it will be there when we come back to fully physically present worship together. Support your pastor and church leaders. Pray for them and help them in any way that you can. If you or a loved one are having thoughts of suicide or are struggling with mental health issues, call somebody. Google a local or national hotline. Reach out. You are not alone. Wear a mask when you're outside your home, practice social distancing, wash or sanitize your hands regularly. Stay at home unless you are providing essential services or need them. Avoid crowds and be outside if you have to be in a crowd. Be kind to everyone you come into contact with, especially those who are sacrificing their security to provide for yours. Thank you for listening to Living Water Radio. We are here for Christians and for the people of the Los Angeles metropolitan area who are looking for a sense of Christian community, a source of hope, and a way to thrive together during this global pandemic. We hope you'll tune in next time and invite your friends to do the same. Meanwhile, Sally and I encourage you to open your hearts to receive living water, the presence of the Holy Spirit, and stay hydrated. <music>